Welcome to the Be Perfectly Healthy podcast, an integrative health podcast by Center for New Medicine. We created the Be Perfectly Healthy podcast as an extension of our mission to educate and empower individuals along their health journey. This integrative health podcast will bring you in-depth expert interviews on a plethora of health topics. Tune in bi-weekly for interviews on how to create a non-toxic lifestyle, integrative approaches to treating complex health concerns like diabetes, Lyme's, Hashimoto's, Crohn's, adrenal fatigue, mental, emotional, and spiritual health, cancer prevention, early cancer detection, integrative cancer treatments, and so much more. Through the Be Perfectly Healthy podcast, we hope to provide cutting-edge, science-based information you can use to create a happier and healthier life for you and your loved ones. Welcome back to the Be Perfectly Healthy podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Lindsay, and today I'm interviewing the one and only Dr. Learen Keneally, and we are diving into the topic of dental and oral health. So we cover things like how dental health can very, very strongly affect the rest of your health, how underlying infections can be a huge cause of chronic inflammation in the body within the mouth how we can identify these infections. We talk about metal fillings and how mercury can be very toxic to the body, potential dangers of root canals, wisdom teeth removal. We talk about holistic products that can really help increase your oral hygiene. So we really kind of cover the gambit in terms of discussing dental and oral health. And we do have plans to have on a biological dentist to dive into this topic even more. But I know this will be a really great introduction to an integrative approach to oral care. And I'm sure that each of you is about to learn something new that you probably haven't heard before. And as always, I like to remind the audience to check the show notes because we will link any products, resources, individuals mentioned in the show notes so that you can easily find them and look into those more if you're interested. But with that, please enjoy this interview with Dr. Lee Aaron Keneally. Well, Dr. Keneally, welcome back to your own Be Perfectly Healthy podcast. It's great to be here. I'm always willing to share all the information I know, because, you know, (laughs) new information is coming out all the time. You know, it's interesting because people think that, you know, knowledge just stops. But no, every day, new discoveries, new things are coming out all the time. And we our job, doctor means to teach. So we need to educate and empower all of my patients and I know it gets complicated I saw a new patient yesterday who had stage four kidney cancer and um, he was diagnosed in 2012 and he had a nephrectomy which is removal of the kidney which is the treatment for kidney cancer so we were talking and I said so they I said so what happened they said well we did the surgery and everything was fine and I am good to go and you know this shouldn't come back for the next 30 years so I'm like 
well, that's great, but I don't, how did you verify that? I mean, I, I'm saying to myself, how did the doctor say, here you have a devastating diagnosis of kidney cancer, and he's guaranteeing the patient they're perfectly fine. And so I, here he is now, stage four kidney cancer. It came back in actually 2015. They did some treatments, and then he started researching integrative, uh, you know, new modern, I call it new modern medicine treatments. And then it, in the last, I would say, year or year and a half, it's just gone everywhere. Hmm. And it's just like we know this information is present, and, and that's I can't even keep up with it, mm -hmm. all right? But we all, as caretakers and doctors, we need to basically be telling patients, informing patients as much as possible. And if we don't know something, go talk to someone that might know something. Go, you know, go the extra mile and figure it out. You know, this isn't, this is saving someone's life. And it's not just the life, it's how they live their life, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, because we, we found, you know, right, actually in the last 20 years, in the cancer arena with all the charities and all the studies and all the grants that have given out for cancer studies and all the brand new drugs, we've extended life three, three months. Oh my gosh. And a lady doctor, Dr. Raja, she wrote the book, The First Cell. And the book is how cancer starts because cancer always starts with one abnormal cell. And she talks about it, but in the book, and I really don't recommend people to read the book, listen to one of her podcasts, and because the book is all about how the patient suffered. Well, no one wants to read a book about that. They want to, <laughs> they want to read about the victories. That's what's going to inspire them and giving them hope. But it talks about how she has witnessed personally herself with her husband dying of cancer. Mm. Her daughter's best friend had glioblastoma in her, their 20s. And how it's just a gruesome experience. And what we can do is we need to make the health experience the best possible. But when I got done with the stage four cancer patient, I looked at him and I said, look, I know what I've told you is overwhelming, but any diagnosis is overwhelming because the body is inextricably complicated and every, you look, you know, and dissected down to the trillions of cells of what can, what is going on, what's not going on, what should be going on, and correcting all of the imbalances. Mm -hmm. It's not a simple feat. It can be done. And then you learn how to live your life. And so, uh, and one of the things we're going to be talking about today is the mouth and the teeth and how we as doctors we kind of defer to the dentist to say like okay that's your job take care of it we don't realize that the mouth is part of the body and now with the most recent studies that many 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 diseases are related to cancer to heart disease to alzheimer's to stroke to metabolic syndrome to chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, everything. And so we ha now as physicians need to learn 
one, how to examine the mouth, but more importantly, how to refer to a biological dentist, because that's really their expertise. I didn't go to dental school, and I don't practice dentistry. But I have learned over the years, you know, probably the last, I would say, 15 years going to conferences, there's now always a dentist talking about a dental problem. And there was a famous uh, dentist who started the company standard process, and he wrote a book about how the mouth and the development of the mouth, and he was traveled the world over, and he noticed that the development of your teeth was directly related to what you were eating. And so Mm -hmm. he studied all of these people all over the world, all different countries, and Obviously, the healthier you ate, the better your teeth came in, the less cat you didn't have cavities, et cetera. Yeah, well, and so this is, I think, going to be a topic that many of our patients, many of our listeners, it's going to be very new to them because most people, they're taught or they assume anything in the mouth is very isolated. If you have a root canal, well, it's just about your tooth. It doesn't affect anything else. But as you stated and as you're learning and sharing with all of us is it's actually incredibly, incredibly connected. So can you, let's start there though. How can our oral health just in general actually be affecting the rest of our health? Well, a couple of things. Our oral health, so like I tell people, diabetes is a disease of the whole body. A diabetic ulcer, it is a disease of the whole body. Cancer is a disease of the whole body, not a body part. Every disease is related to the functioning of the entire system. I mean, from the top of your toes to to, to the bottom of your toes to your head, everything matters, Mm -hmm. okay? So the mouth is the gateway to the rest of the body. So there's multiple dental issues that can be happening. And unfortunately, you know, it's all about like, do you have a cavity? Do you, you know, have a root canal? Okay, drill and bill, and then no one really pays attention to the details of the mouth. But the mouth, an infection, it's a chronic inflammatory state. Your mouth drains to the rest of the body, everywhere, wherever. Like I just said, that heart disease and lung and um, gut. I mean, there isn't any body process that the mouth is not the gateway and contributor to illness. So just simple little periodontitis, which is just inflammation of the gums, and people have receding gums. Well, the, there's you know tons and tons of bacteria and fungus now that they have identified in pathological tissues. They've taken people, control groups, and people who didn't have heart disease examined the arteries that are feeding the heart through catheter and found that the heart disease patients had many, many, many organisms, bacteria, and fungus. Oh, wow. And so this creates chronic inflammation, and another big factor is chronic oxidative stress. So what is oxidative stress? Oxidative stress, we have in our body all the time, chemical reactions taking place every nanosecond. There are 100,000 chemical reactions taking place every second. I mean, that's a lot going on, okay? So we have this oxidation, antioxidant 
reaction taking place. So what is oxidizing? Oxidizing is creating free radicals. Free radicals create inflammation. Basically, it's a fancy name for resting in the body. So we get this free radical, it inflames a body part, whether it's the vessels of the heart or the brain, you know, body parts in the lung, I mean, it doesn't matter. And so it creates these chronic inflammatory chemicals. So we normally have in our body an innate antioxidant system. So you have glutathione, you have vitamins, vitamin A, C, E, and selenium. You have lipoic acid. But unfortunately, we all have deficiencies in all these nutrients. So one of the best antioxidants is taking vitamin C every day. We're the only mammals that don't make our own vitamin C. Hmm. So we are all under chronic stress, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, whatever, environmental stress, we're all with under stress. So we're the only mammals that don't make our own vitamin C. So it would behoove everyone. That's why I've been the biggest proponent of vitamin C since I learned about it for a very, very long time. So some kind of C of, should be part of your daily regime. We know how important it's been in combating the virus. And so, um, and it's a simple little inexpensive thing, whether you take a powder vitamin C, the camu camu or the liposomal C, you would be best off everyone taking vitamin C. Linus Pauling years ago, he won the Nobel prize for de for developing the chemical bond between uh, chemicals, atoms. And anyway, he was the huge proponent of vitamin C years and years ago. And now all of that study and information has just been, you know, studied and studied and studied and studied and studied. And so, you know, these the, the medical community sometimes says, oh, my goodness, we need a double-blind randomized clinical trial. Well, people are sick today. We don't have mm -hmm. time for that. And now what we know in the literature, a lot of the scientific literature is is money-based. It's, it's, it's driven by who's writing the study. And that's been talked about many, many, many times. So we can't rely. And people, that, like I said today, people are sick today. You know, we got to take care of these people today. I know years ago I had a patient, young boy with mono. And he came in, he had already been gone to the hospital. He was so sick, he went to the hospital. The hospital discharged him. He was deathly ill. I gave him one IV vitamin C. In 24 hours, he's completely better. <laughs> okay, so how many studies do you need? Okay, there's evidence. And if we want to save someone's life under any circumstance, why don't we just use something that has no downside whatsoever to it? And so we've got to implement this to save, look at the lives. Look, they just did a study, a study on using IV vitamin C for viruses in the hospital. I mean, it went down from 40% fatality to 8%. Well, that's a whole bunch of lives we lost just because we didn't use vitamin mm -hmm. C. Yeah. So, so vitamin C is one of those wonderful things. Now, granted, it's not going to take care of every infection, but what, what it's doing is all the free radicals that this chronic inflammation and chronic toxicity, you know, it's not going to take care of the problem. You still got to take care of your teeth. And um, so, but vitamin C just needs to be a part of your daily regime. Mm -hmm. So now for the listener who may not fully understand, when we have this 
chronic inflammation in our mouth, it can lead to other illnesses down the line. But can you just map that out for us a little bit more? What is it about that chronic inflammation that is leading to disease later on? Right. So it's, it's, it, is it, it's hindering our immune system's ability? Is that what it is? Well, it puts so much stress. Every day we're bombarded with thousands of different influences, okay? Uh, your lifestyle, that's why your lifestyle has to be okay because your lifestyle, if it's not, if it's not in order, you know, your immune system's affected, right? So if you didn't sleep last night, your immune system's gonna be tremendously affected, okay? If you don't eat right, okay, you're not giving your body the nutrients for the immune system. Then if you don't get sunshine, you don't get exercise, you don't have the proper nutrients every day, you don't eat right. So all of these things play a part in the immune system functionality. So when you have chronic inflammation, you are stressing the immune system on a chronic, chronic mm. basis. And a lot of people say, well, look, I feel fine. And I'm like, I have a lot of patients that felt fine yesterday and then today they're stage four cancer. So I always tell people, you need, a, everybody needs a life check, all right? Uh, a head to toe life check not something superficial like that is done in conventional medicine what we what we've learned over the years you know we know that just that superficial check just isn't it's funny because the guy i saw yesterday with the stage four kidney cancer so i said to him you know he was diagnosed 2012 i said what was your first symptom he says i ate a hamburger and then i felt like i got food poisoning and so then I, because he, he goes, the food poisoning was so bad that I went to the doctor and I'm like, he was perfectly fine the day before and then now has a devastating illness like kidney cancer. So now today we have this preventive, proactive, personalized approach to, it, you know, understanding what's really going on in our body and what we do here. And we're not the only doctors in the United States. Probably we're probably the most evolved because I started this long time ago, but uh, it's it's we we dig down deep mm -hmm. and we really analyze nothing. You know, we're, we're analyzing everything in the body. When you go to a regular doctor, they do like okay, little cursory physical exam Tap on your knee, <laughs> yeah, and a chemistry and a CBC, and I'm like, okay, we're missing thousands of other parameters in the body. And now when it comes to teeth specifically, in medicine, you probably need, what I do is I ask every patient, what is your dental history? So do you have, do you have receding gums? Because a lot of people have receding gums. Uh, I had a young guy come in for a 30 year old and he's um, about to have his fourth child. He's told me he already has receding gums. Well. That's a major chronic inflammation, okay? Your body has thousands of things to deal with. We, we've got to eliminate the overwhelm syndrome that the body has. We're all exposed to over 85,000 toxins and growing. Mm. So every day, and th those toxins are growing, and I always tell people, we know what one toxic do does, but what do all the toxins synergistically? So we're already already living in our bodies are already overwhelmed 60 percent of the population is chronically ill why aren't we saying wow we have an emergency right now i've been saying this for like a long time 
uh, it's just getting worse. And I just, uh, you know, I just want people to understand and know. And that's why we have these classes, because there's so much to reveal to the patient and help them understand that, uh, you know, it's a lot for the doctors to keep up with, much less the patients keep up with. So I want people to understand that this is true information. They can Google, they can do Dr. Google and, you know, read everything. There's a friend of mine, uh, Dr. Thomas Levy. He is a cardiologist and attorney. He just wrote the book, Hidden Infections, or Hidden Epidemic. And, uh, you know, I tell people there's, you know, so much you can read. I obviously talk about in my book about dental, but he talks about, all the studies that relate all dental infections, periodontal disease, root canal, cavitations, um, mercury fillings, all of these things have been documented for a very, very long time. There's a guy that did a study, I was looking at PubMed this morning, I think it was 1998, Vinny, I think is his name, and he studied in sheep that they put sheep, put mercury fillings in the sheep and then they traced the mercury and it went to, it had an affinity for the placenta. Oh, wow. Yes, and then it was also found in the breast milk. Well, right at that study, we should have stopped mercury fillings, okay? Unfortunately, mercury fillings are still being done today, all right? Now, most dentists are not doing them, but <clears throat> it's still going on, all right? So the pregnant mother who has mercury fillings, she's passing it on not only to herself, but to her baby and her future baby. And so, so but we know the toxicity, and, and anyone listening, please request, I have a great handout, scientific facts about mercury, you should know and so you should know these things please don't put mercury in your mouth it is toxic in all forms I'll tell you a devastating story I had years ago I had a gentleman come in to see me for depression and he'd already been seeing a doctor this was 20 plus years ago uh, and he was seeing a doctor in San Diego, but he, he, he was this super outgoing, extroverted guy, worked in sales, and then he just became a cloistered, withdrawn person, depressed. So anyway, he'd already been seeing the psychiatrist. Psychiatrist tried a couple of meds, and he said, I'm just not better. So when he came in to see me, I go, you know, maybe you just didn't try the right meds because in psychiatry, it's really like, okay, let's try this drug, let's try this drug, let's try this drug, and we'll see which one works best, okay? That's really unfortunate. There's no really good test. You listen to the patient and you try to make the guess, best guess. So anyway, um, he came in and I think I was seeing him like literally weekly and he tried this med, that didn't work. Tried that med, did not work. And I'm like, okay, wait something else he doesn't have depression he has something else that's causing this depression so sure enough i do a heavy metal test so how do you check heavy metals you check heavy metals you can check it in your hair you can check it in your blood and you can check it in your urine and so anyway i checked his urine test 
doing what they call a provocation test. Provocation means you create the release of mercury in your body. Well, he had the highest mercury of any person I've ever seen. Wow. So I go, and not that I was, that this was 20 years ago, so, you know, I didn't see as much as I do now. And so anyway, he said, I said, look, what do you do that you have high mercury? Okay. So we, I did an, a questioning of him, and he goes, well, I go to Cabo, and I fish every month or every other month. And so he eats the fish. Well, now we know that all the fish is contaminated with mercury. Okay, and people go, no, Dr. Keneally, I buy wild-caught fish. I buy the best fish. I buy, you know, from the best company. And I go, no, it doesn't really matter, unfortunately. All the fish are contaminated with mercury. Mercury is so dangerous to the body that it, what it does is, people don't understand, you, you, mercury combines with the sulfhydryl groups, which are supposed to be in our body, and it combines it and creates this dangerous molecule. And it's stored. People don't understand the high life of mercury is 32 years. So it's not like it's just a temporary thing. This is a long-term issue. And so anyway, it took me a year of cleansing this guy. And now he is completely back to his normal self. He thinks I saved his life. I didn't. It's just finding the 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 root cause mm -hmm. of the issue and not getting impatient because everybody wants an instantaneous fix for their problems. Even I do, okay, let's face it. Mm -hmm. We want the instantaneous drive-through fix. And I'm 63 years old, I've never seen it. I've never <laughs> seen it. I'm still waiting for a breakthrough, okay? I'm still waiting for something simple, personally for myself or medically for my patients. Mm -hmm. And there isn't ever everything requires work there isn't anything that mm -hmm. doesn't require effort diligence and work and that's just so you learn a lot and that's just because that you're going to live life to the fullest maximum potential so don't ask for a quick easy fix because you know if it's too good to be true it is and so um you know mercury today they have the first mercury free dental school in new york that will probably be growing they have worldwide mercury foundations now that are trying to get mercury out of the uh, environment. It's just going to take a lot of effort and lots of time. Unfortunately, I tell people, you can't eat fish. I love fish, but I don't eat fish because when I look at all my patients' lab results and the people with the highest level are the dentists who have who do her mercury who oh they they're removing goodness. mercury filling so they have a very high level and that's why they have a high level of suicide because they're inhaling this Whoa. mercury and the mercury is causing these mental problems and suicide you know unfortunately starts with probably some depression anxiety and then they commit suicide and so anyway um so in the mouth of the person these mercury feeling fillings are actually leaching this leaking. mercury throughout They're their body. They're leaking the mercury. You can YouTube the picture of mercury being leaked out of your body. It's with special photographic imaging. You can go online and see it. So it's constantly being released in your system 24-7. Okay? And now most people, would you recommend most people try to have these removed? Absolutely. Every single person. Okay. You, you have to have it removed. Okay. I had mine removed. 
you know, 20 plus years ago. And it's a very unique process. You can't just go to a regular dentist for something like removing metal fillings, mercury fillings. You have to see a biological dentist. Is yeah, that correct? Right. So let's go through that because a biological dentist is just like a biological medical doctor. Okay. They realize what they learned in dental school and training, but new scientific evidence is coming out about dangers. I mean, so yes, you have to see a biological dentist, a biological dentist who's taken dentistry to the highest modern levels, okay? And I do have a whole direction on how to successfully remove mercury fillings. People can email us and ask us for the mercury because it has to be done with the dam. It's got to, the doctor's got to wear because he or she is breathing in the vapors the mercury vapors and not to mention the organisms teeming in that situation you know and just because it's mercury it is also probably there's you know lots of bugs teeming in your mouth okay good and bad there's good good, you know your, your mouth has its own oral microbiome so but we we're constantly trying to put all that you know uh keep that all balanced okay but this mercury has to be removed properly. You don't remove them all at the same time. In, in Europe, in Switzerland, and in Germany, they do not address the rest of the body until the mouth is completely taken care of. Okay? Oh, wow. Yeah. So if you go to a medical clinic, they address your mouth first, and then they fix all of that, those issues, and then they start addressing the rest of the body. Hmm. So, so chronic inflammation, chronic toxins, fr- toxicity from the inflammation and the toxins that are produced from all these microorganisms, it drains and overwhelms the body. Mm-hmm. And so we, you know, we can't overlook this. We can't look the other way. The studies are profound now how these infections are contributing to every single disease system. And you've got to visit a biological dentist who I can help you with certain things, you know, I can help you. I told patients we can do oil pulling to start out with. But if you have mercury fillings, you must get the mercury filling removed. You have to get them removed, okay? You got to get them properly removed, okay? And you have to have someone who understands the proper removal and the dangers of mercury. Mm -hmm. When you, when patients are removing, having them removed, do they also need to go on some kind of heavy metal detoxing protocol? Right. Well, what I, I don't do that first. Okay. So we never detox, remove heavy metals. The formal name for removal of heavy metals is called chelation, means to declaw. All right. And so we never give any patient any chelation or removal of heavy metals until they get their mercury fillings removed. So we tell them, we send them to a dentist, we tell them to go get it. I tell the patients before what to take. They should have an IV vitamin C before the dental procedure and after because vitamin C is a great chelator. It removes infections. It, you know, it helps all these factors. So, but also they, the doctor at the time should rinse their mouth out with chlorella. So what I use, and depends on everybody's different because some people need IV chelation and some patients need just something oral. So I use a combination 
of chlorella and cilantro. It's something I've been using for a very long time. It's a homeopathic metal detox. They have done many, many studies on their product. It works great. I've done before and after studies, but not until you're, you can't use that unless your mercury fillings are completely removed mm. successfully. And is that product something we have here at the yeah. clinic? Yeah, we have it. We've been using it for a long time. It's, okay. <clears throat> it's called HMD, Homeopathic Metal Detox. Drops. Okay. Okay, great. I'll make sure it's linked in the show notes. So now I think the next step of this is some people might be wondering, well, how do I get these infections in my mouth? What is causing this inflammation and how can I get rid of it? Well, everything is linked to how we live every day, okay? So, for example, it's kind of interesting. Um, I talk about the obvious. It's not so obvious to people. But we have, you know, our sleep, our water, how, what we eat, our water is contaminated. So if you drink tap water, forget it. It's loaded with pharma water and parasites and toxicity. Okay. If you don't eat right, you if you don't you have to have the right proper nu nutrients to for your teeth to grow. So that's why we do a nutritional analysis on every single person because if they're missing one or more nutrients, your body basically is not working for mm -hmm. you. Okay. So then hormones, hormones play a very important role in how your teeth develop. So I know that a lot of menopausal women develop receding gums because they don't have the right hormones. So I know that I fixed many a patient um, with their periodontal and receding gums just by, you know, obviously getting all these in alignment. People, doctors don't think about hormones. They go, oh my God, hormones are dangerous. Well, no, they're not dangerous. That's, another, that's a topic for another day. Mm -hmm. But hormones are not dangerous. Hormones are the natural drugs to your body that turn on and off and take care of you. So we need those hormones. Um, then getting rid of toxicity. Okay, we gotta get rid of toxicity, which is literally a daily thing. Everybody should be taking something for toxicity every day. And I tell people, like, I'm just the messenger. I just read, glean the information to share with my patients. I have to, I do these same things myself. And so um, it's not something, I tell people, it's not that you're so bad. It's what's around us. And we do not have enough, enough um, manpower, not enough technology to combat the existence of toxicity that we have today. It, it, we don't have it. So you got to do it yourself. And so we just have developed all this industrialization and technology, not taking the human being and the human, uh, the whole human concept into consideration. We're just throwing all this stuff at it and not taking into consideration. Now, how would this might be affect us? Mm -hmm. And so we're, I, I'm always questioning is how is this affecting every one of us? And so, and that's why we implement the, all the lifestyle changes that we teach our patients how to do. Now, the other thing is stress. Stress changes the whole makeup of the system and creates chronic inflammation, chronic um, furthering the toxicity, chronic like just complete suppression of our immune system. So then 
it allows something to grow. It's like people who can be exposed to a bug. You know, for years, Louis Pasteur says, oh, God, we got to kill the bug. And that's what's causing the problem. But now with microbiology advancement, we all know it's all about the terrain of the patient. It's all about the water that's floating around in all our cells. And is it all properly, you know, functioning and working for you? And that's a daily 24-7 observation. And we have to, you know, look at those things as much as possible. Unfortunately, you know, with electromagnetic fields changing our electrochemistry every day, we even have more, you know, more and more issues, okay? I, and, and, you know, talking about electromagnetic fields. So what happens is, you know, when you have heavy metal in your mouth, you're creating a battery. You're creating this, this electrical charge that can affect your brain and the rest of your body. So, um, you know, we have to uh, realize. Now, it's interesting. People, you know, want to make their teeth look pretty. You know, I look at all these people that are doing the news and they're on, you know, they're talk show host and they're, you know, commentators on the news and they always have these perfect teeth. And I'm like, wow. So they all got veneers, right? Well, veneers are a foreign body and they cause chronic inflammation. And I'm not saying that everybody who gets veneers is going to get an inflammatory process like periodontal disease or root canal. But I'm just saying there is a possibility that that can happen because, you know, we don't, you know, we're just putting things in our mouth without, we did that with mercury fillings, okay? So we need to be, they, there's a lab in Colorado that will tell you what dental material you're compatible with. So it would behoove someone or, or for the dentist to request patients to get that study done to mm. make sure, because there's hundreds of dental materials, okay? Well, let's face it, filling cavities, veneers, all these things, everything, crowns, everything is, 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 is a possible, because it's a foreign body. So we have to think, okay, what are we putting? Are we compatible with it? Mm -hmm. and oh, that's so interesting. It's almost like the RGCC test you guys do for cancer. Yeah. What, what, what components yeah. are you, is going to work best for your specific cancer? Right. So the mm -hmm. dentist can pick the best material. Mm -hmm. So if they, you know, really look into it, you know. Now, how could someone know? Other than some kind of tooth pain, how could they know if they had an infection? Is it just something as simple as an, an x-ray at the dentist? Well, that's a great question because that is the biggest thing. Most diseases do not have a symptom, okay? So let's just take heart attack, which now they've related teeth infections as direct correlate to dental infections, okay? To a heart attack. To a heart attack, mm -hmm. okay. So now they know that. But like I said, most people don't have symptoms, all right? Now, in heart disease, the number one symptom in 50% of patients is sudden death. So we don't have any, we don't have warning signs. That's why I'm developing this life check <laughs> because 
uh, people, doctors just need to know how to work up a patient. So I, I know how to work. After 34 years, I know how to work up the patient. Now, am I constantly learning? Yes. Don't, I, don't get me wrong. I don't know everything. That's why I constantly spend every waking hour. My hobby is researching and studying. So, <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, that's what I love. I just love it. I just love it. And I'm in awe every day. I showed my daughter last night uh, in preparation for this podcast you know, a picture which I can send to you so we can use this as something in the, in the, you know, for our promotion of this, the cross-section of the jaw and the complexity of the anatomy, you know, and she tweeted about it last night because I said, now look at this, look at this, now look at this miracle. I said, this is just your mouth. <laughs> and I said, if people could just appreciate the complexity of the nervous system and the blood supply and the tea, the whole anatomy, you, you just would be, you're just in constant awe. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, if people, if we just from early birth, you know, we taught, we taught our children how to properly in the proper care of the, of the body. Mm-hmm. So, so going back to how to identify, identify. It, there's, are there certain things you do here? Too, uh, well, to help with there's that? interesting. That's a good question. So first of all, I look at the mouth, and you can tell. First of all, mercury fillings are obvious. That's number one. Number two, you can only diagnose a root canal with a an X-ray. All right, you don't want to wait until you get the tooth pain. Okay, because then you're in. You're you're a fully in. Okay, so uh, you have to go to a doctor who looks at the uh, X-rays properly etc and makes the proper assessment then periodontal disease you can tell that when you're getting your teeth cleaning they will tell you okay you need to do this and you need to do you know you need to floss you need to do the water irrigation and you need to you know your gums aren't looking good but um you know how many people really understand the serious of some of that mm-hmm. you know like they listen but we don't listen right mm-hmm. And so, but it's serious. Then um, there is something called cavitation. So when you've, you've had a tooth removed before, like wisdom teeth, a lot of times they can result in pustules of, 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 of cavitations. And you have to have a 3D cone CT to do that. You got to do a panoramic view and have those properly taken care of. Also, because here we are, a teeming infection, you know, People die from sepsis all the time. So it's something you got to be really, really careful about. And so the doctor's got to, you know, do all that. And you got to make sure you're taking tons of C mm-hmm. when you get that procedure. I prefer IV, but you can take the oral C also or the liposomal C. And so, but those are chronic uh, infections. Then the receding gums is another chronic infection. So you have to have a dentist. Now, the other way that is very good is doing electrodermal screening. Molly here, which who you interviewed before, she does, she works with dentists all over, getting trained how to check every tooth and see if there is an imbalance in the tooth. People don't understand that every one of your teeth relates to a meridian in the body. I know a lot of people, you know, disagree and this is like quackery and all that kind of stuff but it's not it's not I've I've been to many a course where doctors and dentists have explained their personal situation 
I have seen it in patients. They go, oh my God, Dr. Kelly, I removed that root canal and now I feel completely different. Or I removed these mercury fillings and the difference now is like night and day how I feel. So what she does is she does a checks all the dental to see if there's an underlying infection. Mm -hmm. So that'd probably be, besides a good dental evaluation, x-rays doing that testing. And that's the bioimmune survey? Yeah, the Mm -hmm. bioimmune survey for teeth. Okay. It's just for teeth, okay? Because when you're looking at the body, you're looking at a lot of things, and then you've got to look at the teeth specifically. So Molly has gone to several and gotten trained with several different dentists in this regard to truly work up a patient. Hmm. So it behoove anybody to make sure, one, go to a biological dentist, make sure they're addressing every single facet, you know, mm-hmm. of the mouth, number one. Number two, getting the assessment with Molly to make sure, it's, one, it's another layer of insurance to make sure and then, you know, get on the proper treatment protocol. And again, there is no overnight sensation. Sometimes things may take time. Now, we should address root canals because root canals, there's always so, you know, lots of different viewpoints. And most people are saying, so a root canal is like having a diabetic, a dentist told me this, it's like having a diabetic ulcer in your mouth all the time. Well, you know, if we uh. have a patient with a diabetic ulcer, we take extreme precaution. We put them in hyperbaric. We give them medications, and we take that very seriously. So why we're not taking the same seriousness with a root canal? So a root canal is just a chronic infection, okay? And you have these miles and miles of dental tubules. So they can go to your brain or any, you know, down, I mean, any travel anywhere in your body. And so a lot of the the dental the ev- very very e- evolved biological dentistry say that we should remove the tooth we have to get rid of the tooth to get rid of the infection now i know there's people uh, doctors endodontists who have developed specialized procedures of going in there and injecting ozone we know ozone and activates viruses, bacteria, and fungi, and chemicals, and they inject the ozone, and then they use, you know, laser frequencies to kill these bugs. So you've got to go to someone who really has researched this and studied this. I, I do refer our patients to a particular dentist, and he, or endodontist, rather, and he'll, you know, make a decision. Do you need to, you know, remove the tooth? Or can you save the tooth? And then when you remove the tooth, you know, who wants who wants a missing tooth, right? And some, a lot of dentists say that it changes the structure of the mouth, okay? But, you know, at the same time, you don't want a chronic infection in your mouth. And so you've got to take the proper measures. And, you, and you know, you probably should have more than one opinion since it's such a big deal. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but... It's, it's, it must be addressed, and that, that tooth, let's say you keep the tooth in, needs to be followed to make sure, if you decided to keep the tooth, you want to make sure that tooth doesn't brew another infection, because according to lots of experts, and there was a great book years and years ago called Root Canal Cover-Up, they're saying that, you know, this root canal, it's, you know, you got to get rid of the tooth. So 
But there are people in today, because that book was written a long time ago, that say that if it's properly done, they can salvage the tooth. Now, let's talk about replacing the tooth. So a lot of people use titanium, but titanium is a heavy metal, which can also create an abnormal battery in your body. So now mm. they have this new zirconium, zirconium, uh, um, you know, implants, which are ceramic. I know in Switzerland that's what they use. So you're you're better off doing a a, a, a an acceptable treatment that your body is okay with. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, nothing is per- nothing is perfect like the human body in its original state. <laughs> That's why we have to work on teaching people that health needs to be their number one value because you would save yourself a lot of hassle, a lot of, you know, suffering, a lot of everything if we just all embrace these principles and to keep our system in as optimal health as possible. I know, you know, I've had my own health problems. So, things that I had nothing to do with but you know I've had to make some decisions but you know I but I also counteract it with doing something good so um, but people really need to understand that the root canal can be uh, a problem and that the zirconium versus the titanium and again they can, there's another lab I think it's called the Melisa test and it will tell you if your body is going to have an abnormal response because it's a foreign body. It's like breast implants, you know. Breast implants are a foreign body. Look at all the look at all the immunosuppression that's going on. And a lot of these women, I've had more women in the last year remove their breast implants because of the chronic inflammatory state, the chronic ill state that they are experiencing by putting a. Um, foreign body you know at 23 years old you know everything's hunky-dory and your body can handle a lot of stuff and is real resilient but as we age our immune system is not as what it was when I was 25 so a lot of 50 year olds or 55 year olds they're all saying you know I got to get these implants out and everything so we have to all you know we really got to take that into consideration when we're doing something and putting something in our mouth mm-hmm. like what I said the titanium and zirconia ideally I tell people what I have read is zirconium is is the best way to replace a tooth Mm -hmm. well i'll i'll close this out in a second here but i am curious what your take on wisdom teeth removal is because i've read both sides of it saying it's totally safe to do just take them out and then there's the opposite side of it which is don't take them out unless you really really have to i agree okay i agree with that i've read this because of my children and every and they're like all their friends are getting wisdom teeth. Mom, I gotta get my wisdom tooth out. And I'm like, no. It's like a rite of passage. Yeah, almost. it's like it's act like you're 18. Okay, all of a sudden you gotta get your wisdom tooth. So I started researching everything I could read. I started talking to my dental friends and everything. And then I, and I was like, whoa, no. Like this is like if it's not if it's not broken, don't fix it. So my children have never had their wisdom teeth, and they're perfectly fine. Their teeth are perfectly fine. And uh, it's a funny because one of my children is very interested in health and and says that she's done her own research now at 26 and says, you know, like, no, it's just like, no, people are just doing it just because. And so you're right. Mm-hmm. OK. OK. I wanted to cover on that. And then were there any you mentioned one of the supplements for heavy metals were, and then you also mentioned oil pulling. 
right. for the mouth. Can we talk about that? Right. So I tell people a cheap, inexpensive way to try to keep your mouth clean is doing uh, oil pulling. So oil pulling was, was came about, the Russians actually came up with it. Uh, and so what you do is you take a tablespoon of oil. I use I like coconut oil because it's the best tasting. Now you can do olive oil, you can do other you can use sesame oil, you can use whatever oil you like, and take a tablespoon. You swish your mouth, and what that does is that detoxifies the mouth. All right, what it does is it amalgamates all the toxins, okay, of the mouth, and it's very good. Like coconut oil is a natural antibiotic. People don't realize that. So it's a natural antibiotic and it pulls out the, you know, the debris and the toxicity and the microbial action of the mouth. So that's simple. I know some of the books say 20 minutes. Well, people are not going to spend 20 minutes. So I tell people, listen, if you just do five, but when you spit out that oil, do not put it down your kitchen sink because you're putting all these toxins and bugs. And so, you know, when they filter the water, they can't get everything out, right? So you need to put it in the garbage can. So try to do that first thing in the morning. Come, you know, while you're getting your stove ready, you can spend five minutes doing it. Um, the other thing that's a simple technique is hydrogen peroxide. Hydrogen peroxide has been used for years. That's what I personally use to wash my uh, my hands in between patients. It's it's non toxic. It's not going to hurt you. You can rinse your mouth. You can brush your teeth. You know, when, brush your teeth. Water pick. You should use non-toxic toothpaste that doesn't have fluoride in it um and um there's lots of them there's clay toothpaste there's lots of different toothpaste out there with essential oils essential oils are great antimicrobials removal of toxin etc clay helps get rid of the toxicity gets rid of the bugs also so some kind of good tasting because people always like good tasting um mm-hmm. uh, toothpaste i know we have several of them in the office uh, the other thing that I personally do um, is I use chlorine dioxide. So um, it, it's uh, it's a you know quite a controversial, but I learned it at a conference 15 years ago, and so I use that um, personally as my washing my brushing my teeth in the morning, swishing my mouth, and so um, because that is a great antimicrobial for your mouth to uh and it there's lots of research everywhere on the internet about it uh but they're telling people it's not good uh it's been used for i don't know a guy named but by the name of jim humble used to use it when he could sort of travel to central america and he cleansed the water uh, that he drank um, because of the bugs and so then it started being studied on so many different things and so uh it's a very you know now a country it wasn't 10 years ago but it's very controversial now and in the country of bolivia they're using it um as one of the things to kill a virus so is it just like a liquid that it's you, just a liquid okay. it's two liquids you put together okay. and then add water it's very easy so um the other thing that i was reading um recently that in malaysia they did a they did a study uh, to eradicate viruses in the mouth. Um, by, so they divided it into four groups. The, they had one group iodine, one group Listerine, one group tap water, and one control group. And 100% of the virus was killed in the iodine group. So iodine now has been used for hundreds, hundreds of years, too, as an antibiotic. So I use it now for lots of different things. 
And so iodine, you can switch your mouth, you know, for like, let's say you have a sore throat or, you know, you don't feel good. Um, these people not only swished, they swallowed it. So, and they actually just didn't use plain liquid iodine. They used like a more a toxic iodine that you put on your skin, but it, all the patients did great and no one, <laughs> no one had any problems. So anyway, <laughs> uh, so anyway, we don't hear about all these things because U.S. doesn't seem to accept studies that are being done in other countries yeah. which is kind of sad so yeah. but anyway we're gonna you know we're still gonna move on and still change the landscape of medicine yeah well dr Keneally, thank you so much i know that this is going to be just such a valuable episode for people to listen to so thank you thank you it's great to be here one more time yeah, yeah.